0: Welcome to Behind the Name Tag More Than a Coach with your host, Vanessa. On this podcast, we talk about who your coach is when the name tag comes off. What makes this coach tick? How did they get started? And what kept them going? What coach inspired them? Do they have any passions outside of coaching? And most importantly, what do they want their legacy to be? Tune in. To behind the name tag more than a coach. Did you join? Hello,
1: hello, you can Vanessa.
0: Hear me. I'm so excited.
1: All right,
0: we're doing the damn thing. Are you ready?
1: I'm ready. Are I'm so ready. ready. All All right. right. I'm excited.
0: Welcome to Behind the Name Tag. More than a coach, why coaches are humans too. On this podcast, we interview coaches across the nation to find out who they truly are and what makes them. Anthony from Houston. Houston, man, H Town. That's where my Yante is from. Yeah.
1: We, <laughs> we're glad. I'm glad to, I'm glad to be here with you. Oh my Excited. gosh. Thank
0: you so much for joining me. I'm so stoked to um, spread the news about who you are um, and some special unique things about you. So let's kick it off with that. Tell us something unique about you, Anthony.
1: Unique. Well, um, I, I spent two years in Argentina. Oh, cool. Why? Um, um, doing some missionary work that was in the early 90s and um, a great experience. It, it allowed me to kind of really um, understand uh, how blessed I am to be born in this country. Yes. So um, it was a, a phenomenal experience for me. And
0: you, and you said in the early 90s, which is like the best time yes. period ever. Yes, yes. <laughs> Well, speaking from someone that was born in 87. <laughs> okay, I want to know more about uh, well, you. So, And I love music. So tell me a little bit of some favorite songs that are on your mind right now.
1: Uh, well, um, something I can always turn on. Um, I'm a big Luther Vandross fan. Um, one of his big ones that I really um, enjoy is uh, Dance With Your Father. Um, I've had I had three great fathers in my life. That I would say, um, and one of them is still with me. I've lost two oh, now. Wow. Um, I'm, a, I'm a big John Legend fan. Oh my so gosh, I, um,
0: that's uh, my husband. He song, just doesn't or, know it. <laughs> he
1: doesn't, doesn't know it. Okay. <laughs> um, or ordinary, ordinary. People. Yes. Ordinary people is one of my my favorites of his. I've that um, love the concert that I went to. his. I've seen a couple of them yeah. now. Wow,
0: uh,
1: um, Something that a couple, few songs that get me jazzed and workouts. Yeah. Um, this is going to throw people for a loop. Um, uh, is uh, uh, Kanye's champion? Okay. Um, I love that. I love that song. And then, um, if I want to squat super heavy, <laughs> okay, I'm talking like heavy, heavy. Yeah. We're talking around that point. I can throw on Snoop's oh, "Gangsta yes. Love." Gangsta love, I'm, I'm, uh, I love so that. So you one. like, you and this like is, and then this last Lower song, music whenever you last look song Heavy is one that I love with my my wife. It's it's a part of one of my favorite movies. That's another conversation. Yeah, it's Aerosmith. Aerosmith. I don't want to miss a thing.
0: Oh, can you sing for us? <laughs>
1: <laughs> See, you asking for a lot right there. That's a little bit too much. Yeah, don't have to do that. Um, but I mean, I I can sing, you know, my wife and I, we can do some duets. Yeah. We do duets for our girls. So, but um, I don't, I'm not impromptu. I got to warm, this the vocal cords oh, okay, up. Okay.
0: Okay. Well, that kind of <laughs> um, like I'm leads good. me to my, our, our next question, which is something embarrassing. Only your family knows about. Talk to me about something like that.
1: <sighs> oh, see, now you see, now we dig in deep. Well, um, I was, you know, I, I'm a, I'm, I love sports. I've always really enjoyed sports, but there was one sport I never really ever wanted
0: to okay. play.
1: Okay. And that was baseball. Why? Because I didn't want to get hit. <laughs> by the I mean, I, I, was, I was, it was, it was bad. I won't, I won't say it was a full yeah, sport, but it was, I was tormented. They were like, no, you need to go play. And I was like, no, I don't want to play. Yeah. Um, and so um, I was truly afraid of playing baseball. I remember. I mean, like when nine eight nine ten yeah. i was like no no
0: i remember so they, I, had, I had as a work young on kid that. too and i got i got hit with a ball in my wrist and it i mean Ooh. it's it's rough yeah. it, it hurt
1: yeah yeah so um, i had to work on that but I, I overcame it um and eventually i was able to make an all-star team so that's a big deal that was not a lot of people know that one about me
0: that's very cool yeah all right. So, more about so, fitness. What makes you passionate about yes. this career that we're
1: in? I mean, um, I got involved in it um, was truly because I wanted I wanted to help people um, feel better not only about themselves, um, but really when we think about that, really from the inside mm-hmm. out, um, and and really just to help them to connect to their purpose. Because sometimes when we can, when we can resolve those those things from the inside, it just clears up so much. Yeah. So, um, um, it, it it really kind of, it, that's one of the things that drove me um, to be able to do that. And it
0: kind of makes reminds you of your purpose. I mean, that's, that's what I feel like my true purpose and mission is, is to help people realize the potential they hold within themselves, you know, like don't hold them back, which is a beautiful gift. Um, Yes. Now, if you weren't in this profession, though, what do you feel like you would be doing right now?
1: Um, I still would be doing that, but just in a different mm. way. Um, I still would be helping people, um, but it would it would be more aligned with um, a little bit of my education, mm-hmm. um, and that would be helping them from a financial standpoint mm. of setting up um, their future. Um, resolving uh, some of the financial concerns and things that that a lot of us may deal with yeah. um, in life. And so um, just giving help and direction in that.
0: That's interesting because I feel like, and I'll speak from my own experience too. I put a lot of worth my self-worth on one, mm-hmm. if I'm serving people, if I'm actually contributing yeah. to the world, But also, on the second hand, if I'm being successful, whatever that definition may transcend to, and part of that is being financially successful. So when I am not financially successful, I'm really hard on myself. Have you ever kind of noticed, um, I guess, giving some financial tips to anyone? Have you noticed how it's kind of totally changed their their life around?
1: I mean, I was... I've been able to do that um, with our team, whether we we're talking about our four, some of the options that we have from a financial standpoint right. that we can take advantage of through lifetime. But then also with, um, I've, had, I've had several clients that had plans on being able to do certain, certain things and just being able to give them direction on how they could plan accordingly and uh, make slight changes in their daily routines and, and doing those things to help them um, move toward that goal whether it's for vacation or if it's long- term for retirement or it's for children's education right. or it those long-term just those small little changes to help um, while it, you know at the same time being able to maintain what they were doing from a standpoint of their health um, in regards to their training with with me right so i mean very rewarding. it is
0: rewarding and it's it's so related to financial freedom equals opportunity and whatever definition of the sense. So whether it means giving your children opportunity or allowing Mm -hmm. your life to be beyond work, we shouldn't be machines. We shouldn't be robots. We should be able to enjoy things like vacations and traveling and, um, or, you know, if our family doesn't live in the same state, you know, then we want to go be able to visit them and that takes, visit them. Yeah, that's, exactly. that takes financial capacity, never mind the quality of home that you live in, which should be, you know, your safe haven, which again leads back to, are you in a career that is lucrative enough to not only meet ends meet, but is it, you know, can you save some? So that's a big, that's a big deal. I think that's really cool that you're into that. Um, now speaking of success stories tell me one of your yeah. favorite client success stories something that some people may not know about you because you haven't said it yet how many years have you been with lifetime
1: Oh that's right we hadn't talked about no. that I've been with, been with lifetime in January of uh, 2021 it will be 14 years That's
0: insane that's um, that's like a that's like a a young teenager <laughs>
1: Yeah. You know, it's funny because uh, most of the, my, most of my teammates, you know, our team members on our, in our department, the majority of them um, were probably in junior high when I started.
0: That's hilarious.
1: So um, yeah, it's, it's kind of, it's kind of crazy to think that, but yeah, that's, that was the case. So, um, but I've been here. Yes. So from a success story, um, I've been a, I've been involved with what we call small group now um, pretty much from the beginning mm-hmm. um, with in my career. And um, we haven't talked about this either, but my first six months in lifetime, I was an account manager.
0: Right, right, right. Um,
1: and my original goal was always to end up moving. What, what I what I say is being upstairs um, in the personal training department. <laughs> so six months after that, I, I made a transition upstairs. And I immediately got involved with small group. That was one of the big things for me. I wanted to be able to, to do that and help some of our members from a weight loss perspective. And the program was called Team Weight Loss. Weight loss. I
0: remember that. I remember hearing about that.
1: And <laughs> TEAM was an acronym. You know, it was an acronym that stands for Training, Education, Accountability, and Motivation. Oh,
0: I like that. I've never heard so, that.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so um, that, that, it, it was, um, and that program was built around spending a lot of time on a treadmill. Um and the reason why I really and thoroughly love and enjoy, um some of my experiences on that is uh I had a I had a lady who was um late forties, early fifties, um, and had never been on a treadmill before.
0: Wow.
1: In her life. And uh for her to come in and, you know, with and just showing her so much love and support. Yeah. And just um Join her that she could do this um, by the end of that twelve-week period of time, having her walk on an inc- on a, at an incline of fifteen, and having her watched her wow. drop over twenty pounds over the course of that period of time was just was huge. Um, and it wasn't just me; it was the the group as a whole. Sure. Um, it was the community that was created during that time and um, how they all just connected with each other. And worked out together when it wasn't class going on and
0: which as like um, a as a coach you, things, so. as a coach you you yeah. kind of look at your team as as your kids kind of right like you hold yeah you hold up <laughs> pride so. where you're like yes. when you see them achieving when you see them connecting like you're kind of like mm-hmm. damn like I did that but we did that more importantly right. and to see them yeah. outside of class working out with each other and right. connecting there is something like really special about that moment of just being like wow like I did my job
1: yeah yeah you know we helped helped create that and just to, just the support um, that we were able to give give her yeah um, and uh, to allow her to be able to really get out of those comfort zones and the, and, and the trust that she placed in me yeah um, to be able to help her do that yeah um, it was huge
0: Now was you probably changed her life you probably changed her life for the better and she will probably always be grateful, but who has changed right. your life coach or otherwise?
1: Um, I, uh, you know, I, I alluded a little bit to my education and in regards to what I was, what I've been, you know, kind of what I learned and, and what that focus was, but there was a time um, early on in my education where um you know, I, I did make I, I ended up at Texas a and and during that time when I first got there, you know, I wasn't making the best choices when it came to my came to, you know, from the standpoint of uh, focusing on class and doing those things. I I, I kind of uh, you wasn't, enjoy doing, college? wasn't making right choices. <laughs> yeah, I was, just, I was enjoying it the experience. Um, um, and that's uh, there was uh, there was a lot going on. I was uh, in in regards to what some of the things that I was involved in. Okay. Um, just from, from outside of class, but, um, Got you. and that being like, I was, I was in a military kind of a military program called the Corps cadets at A&M. So, ah, okay. um, but, but that's, that's kind of what I'm talking about. But one of the things that, um, um, I sat down with one of our associate professors in my college and, you know, he, he said, he said, if you're able, if you're able to make it into a and you can succeed he said it is not it's you it's about finding the path where the work you put into that education slash life doesn't feel like work yeah when you do it yeah it, it becomes it, it's more fun it's you know the light it's just you're enjoying it so much and you look forward to it man and he said that's what we have to that's what we have to find and then from then on wow. forward i mean it was it was it was a 180 degree turn for me yeah um you know and without that i wouldn't have made it to i wouldn't have been able to make it into the, my master's program if i hadn't had that opportunity yeah to sit down with him
0: that's crazy so yeah. um,
1: i'll never forget that
0: that reminds and it trans-,
1: it trans. yeah go ahead
0: i that re- i resonate with that so so wholeheartedly because when i was initially at utsa i was an education mm-hmm. major and Um, my mom was going through a divorce and I was trying to help her Mm -hmm. with getting back into just doing good things for her. And I, you know, would take her down to the the gym that she had at her apartment at the time. And I started walking her through some movements and I didn't know what I was doing. And she was like, but she was just so grateful for one, the time with her daughter, but two, just to, to stop thinking about, you know, a 20 year marriage ending, you know, which is hard on anyone. And I remember that summer after working with her, I was like, forget it. Like I'm changing my degree. And I changed my degree to kinesiology, um, exercise science, which is actually more of one of the focuses for like physical therapy. Um, um, I've never been a good student. I've always been a pass to play athlete. And so whenever I tried to switch my degree into exercise, um, uh, it was too, like the sciences were too over my head. I had a really, really hard time studying um, and I had to like self-teach yeah. my way of studying. I was more kinesthetic learner, obviously. Okay. And I actually yeah. ended up talking to my counselor and I was like, listen, like, yes, I, I understand like having the prerequisites for physical therapy might open up more doors, but I was like, I really just want to be a trainer and potentially a teacher still. So is there a degree for that? And whenever they switched me into kinesiology, um, all certification that allowed me to either be a teacher or a trainer, um, I had that moment that you speak of where it clicked and all of my classes became easy and I like enjoyed yeah. them and the, 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 them. the yeah. professors that I was with, they made sense. And I have a feeling it's because they understood how my brain worked and they, they, they could connect yeah with how to yeah. teach properly, which is so um conjoined with like our career, right? We have to like tra- right. we have to hold many hats as a trainer, sometimes a therapist, sometimes Ooh. a teacher, sometimes yes. a coach.
1: Very much so um, you have without to, a doubt. You have
0: to figure out how people learn certain things, which is so yeah. interesting to me. Mm-hmm. Um but outside of the gym, um what do you feel like gives you life beyond training? It has to be more than work. So what is that for you?
1: Oh, for me, it's, it's, it comes down to my family. Mm-hmm. Um, it's always, uh, they're, the, they're the ones that drive me.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, Inspire and, you. And it, I, I won't deny it, 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 it wasn't that way initially for me. Um, I, I mean, I'm a, I've, my, my examples were that growing up, were workhorses. Yeah. My my, my my stepfather was, he could just grind.
0: Yeah.
1: And grind and grind and grind. Um, we didn't necessarily spend a lot of time together, but um, those are uh, and I, I now have two brothers that are, the first one is 14 years younger than me. Gotcha. And then the second one is, you know, 15 years younger. So that was one of the things that I, I kind of advocated for them is just to make, they all spent time together after I was out of the house and gone off to college and I yeah. got older. Um, but for me now, um, and I've had to get to this point myself to understand that for me, it's, it's, it's about my, it's about my family yeah. Um, and spending time with, um, spending time with those that I love uh, is Naive? what really gives you me have... life beyond.
0: Yeah. You have kiddos, right?
1: Yeah. I have two girls,
0: two baby girls. Um, okay.
1: Um, that are um six and seven. What's and, their names? Um uh, uh, my the my seven year old, her name is Jaden. Jaden. And cool. our six year old is uh Kaylee.
0: Mm. And
1: um so they're in second and first grade now. Oh and so with this, um so it's been a you know, this twenty twenty's been a kind of a rough year for them and yeah. With school getting shut down and, and all yeah. that, but it's you know, now that they're back, it's Kind of creating some normalcy for them, some routine and things like that. But I just, I love spending time with them. That's good. Um, working on homework with them and doing different things like that. So it's, it's, that's what drives me.
0: Yeah. My um, heart, my heart goes out to those kids and the teachers and the, yeah. the seniors. I mean, I all know. of it. I mean, it's, it's, it's insane how much they've had to flip on a drop of a dime. But I, I feel yep. like they're doing. They're doing the work and, and, you know, people are still getting educated and things are still yep. going well. Now, yeah. if we were to talk about outside of your family and we were look at to, yeah. looking to your friends, would yes. you consider someone that you like your circle big or you like your circle small and why?
1: Um, now, I'm a, I, I would really say that I'm a person that likes the circle small. Okay. Um, and Let me explain what I mean by that. Yeah. Um, so, um, and there's a great, a great thing out on YouTube about this. And it's, and it's f- funny that I saw this because it, it just kind of really hits home. Um, there are times in life when, you know, um, when you think, you think of a tree. Okay. Mm-hmm. That when, when the wind's blowing and things like that, those leaves, some of the leaves and even some of the branches may not make it. Hmm. But the one things that the things that will always be able to most often stand and make it through
0: mm-hmm.
1: are the roots that are down in the bottom.
0: Oh, I like that. And
1: okay. there's and there's typically not a there's not a lot of them. Right, but they're um, strong. So I've always been one that you know they they're they're solid. So that's why I would say I, I for me my true inner circle is um, I like it to be small.
0: They bring um, they bring you back to your center, right? I mean, yeah. like They.
1: Yeah. They, and, they, and they're the person, they're the ones that are going to tell you, they're going to tell you, that they're going to tell you really how it is. Right. Because not only they know you.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and they can help you course correct. I um, mean, yeah. you know, it comes from, you know, what place it comes from. Uh-huh. Um, um, and it's only because they love and care for you. So, um, so for me, yeah.
0: Yeah. And um, whenever you feel like you have too many cooks in the kitchen or too many people yeah. in your circle, it, sometimes right. you can kind of be led astray. So,
1: yeah, I, 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 it I, many ways.
0: Yeah, I definitely agree yeah. with that. Now, if you were to have people outside of that circle, let's say even some like members or people that first meet you, mm-hmm. what would you say is one false assumption people have about you when they first meet you?
1: Oh, they probably think, "Oh, Anthony, you must work out all the time." You, you know, <laughs> I, you know, I, I, my, always, I get a lot of comments about my arms because, um, because of the size that they are, that my arms are kind of, they, they, they're a little bigger, but, um, that's, that was from years ago, um, but that, but that, that's the big one. Oh, you must okay. work out all the time. Isn't it great? You work at you, you know, you work at, a, you work at the gym. <laughs> I know you gotta work out every day. I think and, that's so funny. And, and that could that couldn't be anything further from the truth. Um, yeah. You know, I always tell people, and you know, even at Lifetime, their peers in our t- in our lives, our careers, yeah. where we're working at the gym, a lot more than we're working out. And right. so, so yeah, it can it can be a challenge for me. My goal is typically to get in four, um, tr- four training sessions a week. Yeah. Um, but would it be better if I could do those, like I would like to at at worst every other day but that doesn't that doesn't typically happen yeah Um, and I'm pretty good for three I beat myself up if I only get two but I don't um, so yeah so I'm we're just like I would say even us trainers sometimes are just like others yeah Um, be that's like others that we have to we need that challenge and that push to get to get going I always say everybody I, I tell everyone everybody needs a coach yes even a trainer needs a coach Say it again. Yes. The coaches need <laughs> yes. coaches. Coaches need coaches. Yes. <laughs> we do. We need them. We do, so, and we need, um, and
0: it's, and we're not, we're, we're not unique. Like we, are no, still no. humans. So still we still, through, we still right.
1: We still, we still need have to our find own the community. Yes.
0: We need to find the coach that clicks with us. that, that yes. we that can inspire us to move. Right. I mean, I I sign up for classes all the time. And never mind, are you like you're supporting your team. So your team appreciates that. And if you're if you're on a good relationship, too, you know, you should be able to give your coach some feedback and then they're receptive and then they can come to your class and so on and so forth. And it's just a big Mm -hmm. circle and it just makes you so much closer to your team anyway. So. Very, and great. members, because the Very members great. can see you suffer with them. They're like, oh, okay, yes, we're do they it. They with us. It.
1: Oh, yeah, herpes <laughs> so. with them. They want you to yeah. go to yoga classes with them. Yes. They want you to go all over, over the club, do everything. But yes, you, you got to be humble. Yes. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so
0: going back a little bit more to like something that's unique about you, um, I really mm-hmm. love. I love reading, I love poetry, I love music. So, what is one quote that stuck with you and you hold close to your values and morals?
1: Wow. Okay. Um, one that I, I would—I'm I'm, a—I'm a big Augmentedino fan. Okay. And this is the quote um, that uh, failure will never overtake me if my determination to to succeed is strong enough.
0: Wow. Okay.
1: Um, I, I, in for me that that just means, um, you know, I'm, I'm one that will, that pushes to the end. Um, uh, and my determination is, is always super strong. So I always, I look at it, I have a little post-it note that I have kind of on my clipboard and it's, um, you know, I, I always, it, it helps me to realize some things that, um, that I, I don't ever lose. I just mm-hmm. have opportunities to learn. And so, I love that. um, and so that's, that's why um, that one always kind of resonated with me. Um, now, speaking so, of that,
0: so if you had to give yourself mm-hmm. one piece of advice to your younger self to learn, what would that be?
1: Um, just to remember to stay true to um, who you are.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And remember not everyone wants or needs your help at that time. Yeah. And focus on those who believe in what you believe. And remember, it's all about the why.
0: Oh, um, the why. Big, a, That's such a good book. I'm,
1: Thank you. Um, yeah, I'm a I'm a, I'm a big Simon Sinek fan too. Yes. And that golden circle, he yes. talks about this, doing business with those who believe in what you believe. Uh-huh. Because if you if you do that, the, you know, the, the relationship is so strong.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: you, you know, where both people are coming from. So it, mm-hmm. it, it'll help you avoid a lot of frustration. So um, yeah. that's one of the things I would say to my younger self.
0: I, I've spoken yeah. on that on, a, on another podcast with my two buddies, uh, the two coaches yeah. podcast. And we were yeah. talking about that topic where, Um, sometimes you meet somebody and they think that they're ready and they're not, and you have to be able to gently tell them, Mm -hmm. you know, here's what it's going to take to do, um, to get to where you want to go and you may not be ready and that's okay. And so you, you got (laughs) to learn in our, in our career, um, don't take it personally. And, you know, you can't, you can't give the 80% and then giving you 20. That's just not how it works. Like That's they so got to, they got to meet you halfway and they got to understand one, the why.
1: Yeah. And one of the things that I love about the business that we're in, mm-hmm. you know, we can choose who we work with.
0: Yes. Yep. Yeah. It's a hard you know, lesson and, though, you know,
1: you know, it. it is, it, you know, and, and sometimes it takes getting in the, into the career to start to understand that, understand that, that, yeah. okay, yeah. that this person isn't ready or that. It's um, their timing isn't there yet. They just got, they have to to do a few more things to get themselves ready for, for the journey that they're going to be on. Yeah. And so, yeah. Now,
0: Mm -hmm. what is one moment, speaking of which, what is one moment in your life where you feel like you really needed help? And did you ask for help?
1: Um, I would say I'm a guy that um, I like to exhaust all my energy first before I reach out and ask for help. I'm not, I, I, I know that's one of my, um, opportunities. I'll say it that way. Yeah. That I need, to, um, but when I, 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 lived in Atlanta, this is, this is like years ago. This is long before, um, long before lifetime.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: I was living, I was living in Atlanta at the time and I hit a really, um, uh, kind of some serious financial hardships during that time. Okay. Um, and, and I never reached out to my family Um, for assistance or anything like that because I felt that the situation that I was in um, one I made I just made some bad choices and it ended up I ended up where I was um, at that time and I took it upon myself to work my way out of that Mm -hmm. Um, so I didn't ask for help and Mm -hmm. I felt like it was it was a way for me to help harden myself a little bit to understand and but it's something that I would ab- avoid in the future. And I've never been in that situation again and won't ever. Um, but it was, it was, it is um, one of those things for me. And I, I, I realize now that there are times when you got, you can have the opportunity to learn from the experiences of others, Yeah. but to avoid certain situations. But if I end up in that position, um, then I, I, that it's on me to kind of work my way out. Um because yeah, I could have I mean, avoided it not going but forward, but, have, but at that time, yeah.
0: If you would have told your daughters, like if you would have been, if they would have been in your place, would mm-hmm. you want them to try to work, work it out on their own? Or would you hope that they would come to you and be like, Hey, I actually do need a little bit of help or how, well, or even, no, even I, if it was. No,
1: I, my, my, for my, I have no doubt my family would have wanted me to reach out to them. Um, right. just as I would want my my daughters to reach out to me right um, and so for that reason um there's no doubt about that um yeah always i mean that's that's kind of what what family is there as much as they they can they will they as much as they can they will do so yeah um, but,
0: but that, that old... that's
1: one of those experiences i wanted to, i wanted to, to learn on, on from myself on your own so and i was young enough that i was able to be able to work my way out of that.
0: I mean there's there there's definitely some very valuable lessons that unfortunately you know I think it's so funny too cuz it correlates very heavily with quite a few trainers because we're considered help helpers, healers and educators and there's something Perfect. about that position that we hate Asking for help because we feel like we're being a hindrance and we feel like we're um, making anyone go out of their way and we would rather just do it our own. So we're not impeding anybody's, you know, life, I guess. Um, yeah. And I, but it's just, it, that's just so interesting to me that if, if the, if the foot were on the, you know, if the shoe was on the other foot, we would be like, why would you not ask me for help? <laughs> like, you know, I would drop everything <laughs> and, and help you. Um, yeah,
1: exactly. And so, you don't know how many times I've done that. I know that for sure.
0: So speaking, yeah. speaking of that too, kind of on the same hand, um, if yeah. you were to tell anyone that you are close with, especially your your daughters, what are tr- mm-hmm. What are three truths that you know to be true after all of your experience, your life experience?
1: Um, it's funny you say that. Um, Because my daughters would probably tell you, even at this young age, that I've this first one. I probably, I probably said this to them. um, You cannot talk your way out of something you behave yourself into.
0: (laughs) I love that. (laughs) That's just
1: that's just that's the truth. Uh Beyond truth, right there. Um, And so it's um, (laughs) and uh, so yeah, that one I know I've said to them um, at one point or another. That's so probably just the last. A uh, couple of months. Yeah. <laughs> and then um uh but that life is short. Yeah. And live every day like it's your last.
0: Mm, yeah. Always um, true. So
1: don't let it, don't let an opportunity go by. Um,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um and this this other one, um that and this is something that for us in our line of work is beyond is by far one of the biggest things that we deal with. Um, with our clients yes um, that stress that stress is the root of most disease in this country
0: uh-huh.
1: um, and we truly must learn to to how to manage slash reduce our stress and find a way of living happier lives yes um, and this goes back to the time when i was down in argentina mm-hmm. um, it's a much slower paced world society down there they're not least a part of the country that I was in. Yeah. I was in, in Buenos Aires, which is just like any other city, very fast-paced. I was up in the very northern part of Argentina, and it's a much slower-paced lifestyle. Yep. Um, people were happy. They may not have had much, but they were happy. Yes. And um, that is something that we could learn from. Um, not always wanting more, yeah. but just be, sometimes being happy with what we have will help us to be to reduce our stress a little bit. So. I hear um, you, but that's those are those are probably um, um, those are three things that have kind of th- that stay close to me because we, we, we deal with that all the time. Right. All we're the standpoint of stress, whether it's clients, ourselves, what we deal with that all the time. So yeah.
0: I love those. And I, I do think that's true. I think that we could, we could really learn from essentialism and just looking at what is truly mm-hmm. essential to live. And if we just cleared our mind and our space around us uh, and our circle, we would really understand what's truly important. Um, and I, I kind of think, unfor- unfortunately, unfortunately, COVID kind of taught us that a little bit, like,
1: yeah. Okay. Really, like I would have to agree with you totally. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You gotta. You gotta eat. You gotta stay in shelter, and you gotta make sure your loved ones are good. And and then if that's mm-hmm. good, then you you have it really good. You know what I mean? So that's yeah. um yeah, it's a blessing in so disguise. True. Um, now if we, um, if we were to look at at your life and your, right. your you know you're about to leave this earth very, very long time from now. Um, What do you want your legacy to be and what would you want to be remembered for?
1: Um, I would say first and foremost, um, to be remembered as someone who loved his family. Mm -hmm. Um, that, um, That the decisions that I made were to be, to help have a positive impact on them and to be an example for them mm-hmm. for them and of them out in the world. Um, and then from a standpoint of, le- of a legacy, mm-hmm. um, it's just that I made a positive impact on the lives of those that I came in contact with. Because I think about, mm-hmm. you know, if I was lying my deathbed, mm-hmm. I know I'm not going to be thinking about how much money I've, 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 I have Mm
0: -hmm.
1: I'm gonna be thinking about the the people that I've I've come in contact with or those that are important to me Mm -hmm. um and what and the type of people that they are or have become Mm -hmm. um especially for um for my girls and for my family so um those are the things that really shed a light that drive me yeah um and I just um I enjoy meeting people so it's um I'm always trying to lift others up. Yeah. And so when they think about, you know, that's I hope that's one of the things I think a lot of people coming in contact with me, they will be they would say that. Yeah. And he's just always he always just, you know, I always leave him with a smile. Right. Or I've all you know, if I have a question, it's it is um, you know, he does his best to try to to, to assist and help. Um, and those, are, that's one of the things I think that from the standpoint of this club here, champions, um, that I've been able to have an impact on. So
0: you're it's a, been... you're a champion at champions. <laughs>
1: that's right. I'm trying, I'm doing my best to do that, to uphold that.
0: <laughs> I love that. That is so cool. Anthony, thank you so much for joining me today. Um, you're really breaking the ground here with being one of the first ones to be on the show with me, um. I just I really appreciate your time and I've really enjoyed getting to know you uh us, I, I hope we get a chance to actually connect in person. Um I would
1: love that
0: at some point. But is there anything else that you want to tell our listeners before we sign out?
1: Um you know the the whole thing behind this, you know, behind the name tag more than the coach. Yeah. Um and um I've enjoyed this opportunity to to converse with you. Mm-hmm. Um and I know this is something that's gonna make it out to LT Nation. Yeah. Um, just keep. I would, I would tell our 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 group. Yeah. You know, especially within the small group world. Yeah. Just keep connecting with members and keep driving um, those that connection and that community, um, and we can have a tremendous impact on the world. So, but thank you.
0: Yes. Um,
1: I'm looking forward to hearing about all the good things we're going to continue to do. So
0: I'm so stoked. And again, like, I can't say, I can't say it enough. I appreciate your time. Cause time is, is all we have, man. And it's one of the most valuable yes, yeah. things that we have. So thank you for listening to behind the name tag, more than a coach where coaches are humans too. I appreciate every human and their journey. And I hope to continue to connect and shed light on how uniquely beautiful we all are. Our differences are what make us unique but our humanity is what brings us together. Stay healthy, my friends. This is your host, Vanessa, signing out. Thank you so much again for listening to Behind the Name Tag, More Than a Coach. If you enjoyed this podcast, please make sure to hit that subscribe button. We are broadcasting on anywhere you can find other podcasts like Apple, Spotify, and of course, Anchor, where we're recording this podcast now. If you really loved it, which I'm sure you did, we would appreciate a five-star review and a share with all of your friends. Until next time, this is your host, Vanessa, signing out. Stay healthy, my friends.